Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Tuesday, August 22nd. It's 2017. We have 15 baseball games here on today's slate on FanDuel. 14 baseball games on DraftKings. And I and I think it's 16. There's a 16-game slate on PlayDraft yet again. As always on Tuesday, my co-host, The Siege. How you doing, buddy? I'm tired. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's your own fault. Yeah. Well, it won't be tomorrow morning, so I don't want to hear it. Mr. I decided to watch the Mighty Ducks, and uh, I can't think—I can't remember what the other movie was. Uh, Twenty-one, man. Good oh movie. yeah, Twenty-one. I mean, again, two good movies, but can't uh, can't be blamed being tired when you watch movies till uh, that hour of the morning. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, well, we have a much different slate today than we had yesterday. Um, you were just telling me your slate's actually going well. I played one Could team. Go well. Could go well. Could go well. I played one team, and it has Cody Bellinger at 0.3%. Good job, Stevie. Uh, I had T-ball practice. My daughter had first T-ball practice tonight, and I just never had a chance to check my lineup that I made earlier in the day and um, did not work out well. Did it have Curtis Grannis at least? No. It did have Jonathan Scope. Yeah, but that's not helpful. (laughs) The home run was helpful. Yeah, sure, but you need the Grand Slam. You did need the Grand Slam. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. If you haven't checked them out by now, I have no idea what you're doing. Uh, we started a slow draft NFL. I talked about it yesterday. I was going to post one, and I, I'm just kind of curious. I want to get your thoughts on how the first round went here because we're through the first round now. David Johnson went one. Shocking, I know. Um, Le'Veon Bell, two. Brown, three. Julio, four. Um, And then Beckham, five. Shady went six. A.J. Green, seventh. Evans, eight. Melvin Gordon, nine. And Freeman, ten. Seems pretty standard. I was going to say, not too much. No. Uh, I have Mike Evans higher than uh, Julio Jones, so I, number four pick. I would take Mike Evans. That's um, yeah, that's personal. That's a, but that's but that's a high. Like I think anywhere. Like those are all like four through, like ten are kind of all in the same tier. You can take it in any order. I, I feel like I have Julio four. I feel like the first four in any draft are going to be the same, but after that, like five through ten is going to be different, and just like every draft. Yeah, I've even seen Jay Ajayi go in the first. Like, just there's that whole like 
10 to 18 group is kind of all just munched together. So I didn't know what to do at six. I took Shady. Um, I fit my default. I, I I really was close to taking Melvin. Like that, those are the two guys I kind of debated on. I love Melvin. I can't seem to get Melvin anywhere. Like I got I got a lot of early season shares, and just lately I've been drafting kind of one, two, three. So I just haven't been able to get any Gordon shares, but I would like to get one. The NFL talk is coming, folks. NFL is right around the corner. We will be talking NFL. You just did a um, NFL package thing for your package, right? Um, a preseason breakdown thing? I did, yeah. Uh, kind of like how to be using preseason to help yourself get ready for the regular season. And then we're going to have 32 team breakdowns over the next uh, 10 to 15 days. And then uh, pro- uh, win-loss records for all 32 teams as well. It's going to be a lot of videos going up there. Only for season-long subs, too. So, Jump in, jump in. All right, let's get on this baseball slate. Oakland at Baltimore. Paul Blackburn against Baldo Jimenez. Uh, 10.5 total here. Uh, Baldo, a 150 favorite against Oakland. Um, Baltimore got back home, and they decided they wanted to hit some home runs. We talked about them being a good stack yesterday. Um, I'm definitely not playing Paul Blackburn here, right? Oh, no, no, no. No, not, no, not at all. Um, thoughts on Baldo? I kind of think he's in play here. Um, it's kind of a cheap option. He's priced uh, at seventy seven hundred, which is a little much on DraftKings. But if he's cheaper elsewhere, I just I kind of like the spot against Oakland. Not a very disciplined team. He can throw pitches in the dirt. You know, faced this team two weeks ago and uh, struck out eleven in five and a third. So I think there's upside here with Ubaldo. I, I just don't know if I'm going to go there. I think there's other guys I'd rather fire first. Uh, I think it's fair. Um... I, there's, I feel like there's like three or four guys that I really like on the slate for pitchers, and I just don't really see myself attacking other guys. Okay, interesting. I want to see who those are because I don't feel great about anyone. Well, one is Samarja, and he's 8600 and I feel like he's way underpriced. Okay. We'll talk about I'm, him here in a I few minutes. I sort of get more on board with that, but I'm not like, I'm not like super thrilled about it. I like it, the other pitcher in that game too, by the way. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I those are two guys I kind of like, but not really. Um, let's talk bats here. We'll start with Oakland. Um, one thing that I do want to say is if Pal bats leadoff again, he's an excellent source of value in the top spot. So pissy to home run today. Who? Bob Pal, man. He was one of the Seattle prospects that Oakland got in a trade. Is he leading off today? Yeah, he let off. No, he he is a pinch hitter, or no? He was batting ninth. Oh, why did I have him as a leadoff hitter? I don't know. I don't know. Um, if he leads off here against the righty, great value play. Sure. Um, why did I think maybe he did he lead off on Sunday? No. Uh, joist it. All right. I may just be losing my mind. Very much possible. He led off on the 20th. What day was the 20th? Yesterday. Sunday. Okay. Maybe off on Sunday. Oops. <laughs> Making me um, – all right, I'm not – okay, I feel a lot better. I don't feel as crazy as I did five minutes ago. But um, was a top prospect for Seattle and was involved in a trade with Oakland. So if he's batting in a leadoff spot, he's definitely a talented player. So it would be a nice little value against uh, Baldo. Sure. Anybody else uh, on the Oakland side? Not really. 
Yeah, I'm looking up and down. Chapman is cheap. Um, I, I like Olsen, and now that you can play him in the outfield, I probably would have some exposure to him too. Okay. Um, and then Baltimore, stack him up. Yeah, if you're going to play him. They're priced to the nose. Yeah, I noticed that too. Machado, 55. Beckham, 47. Scope, 47. Jones, 47. Crush, 42. We didn't mention uh, Chris Davis with a K on Oakland. I don't, I'm just not playing guys against Ubaldo. Like, 14 games, 15 games around Fandle. I, other spots I like more. There you go. Fair enough. All right, moving on, moving out. Um, Dodgers, Pirates, Brock Stewart against Jamison Tyon. Nine total pick em game here. Um, Got to watch the weather in this one. This one has a little bit of issues. Brock Stewart getting recalled from AAA um, when he was up with the big league club. His most, The most pitches he threw in a start was 66. Yeah, that's not good. Um, I love Josh Bell in this spot, and that's it. Um, any interest in Tyon? Mm, no. I think people might go back to Pittsburgh starters, though. He's cheap. He's got talent. And if the Dodgers are without Bellinger one more day, people might just go ahead and uh, roster him. Yeah, it's just the, the issue with Tyon is 370 Woba against lefties this season. And we know the Dodgers just full of lefties. Yep. That's, I can't play him in this spot. It's hard to pick up. It's really hard to pick on the Dodgers just in general this year. It really is. Is there even hitting lefties this year? Which where we picked on them last year? Um, Dodgers bats against Tyon. Anything really standing out to you here? If Bellinger plays, I might reevaluate this lineup. Just with him out, it's kind of more of a fade situation. Um, and then the Pirates. You mentioned Bell. Nothing else really stands out to me here. Yeah, DraftKings did a good job with Bell. They priced him up. Yeah, you're probably going to stay away then, right? Maybe he'll be in a, one of the pick em pools and I can use him over there. Fair enough. Um, yeah, if, I feel like we have to break down games even further now, like give out all of the plays just in case people want to play pick em. I just bring up the ones that I have random interest and in then maybe I can't pay the price tag for that I kind of like. Fair enough. Yankees, Tigers, Tanaka against Matt Boyd. Ten total here. Tanaka, a minus one seventy-two favorite. Um, thoughts on Tanaka? First start coming off the DL. He's either going to give up ten and ten home runs, or he's going to pitch really, really well. He's been a massive home road splits guy this year, which is so weird pitching in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You know, if you want to look into that, you know. I kind of want to fade, but. Well, the reason you don't want to fade is because he has a 24% K rate against righties, and they're just full of righties, and they just, outside of Justin Upton, I don't want to say Miguel Cabrera sucks, but this team's just not. Miguel Cabrera sucks, just say it. And he's over the hill. Yeah. The last time I called a guy over the hill, though, it was McCutcheon, and he like made me eat my words. So I'm not going to go there. Well, maybe maybe you'll have to go two and zero then. <laughs> one and one, one and one. <laughs> um, ninety two hundred price tag for Tanaka is interesting. Successful bullpen Friday. It was only thirty seven pitches, though. That, that's the only thing that kind of worries me here. I think we see Tanaka throw eighty five pitches. Yeah, sounds about right. 
Like, I really, if it would be a lot easier in this spot if we just knew his pitch count before the start, and we probably won't get that information. No, probably not. But that would that would be ideal. I like does the Tanaka. Does Tanaka throw a two seamer? I can't get that stupid password to work. Um. No. All right. Cool story. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was switching plate IQ over for today. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, he doesn't throw one, so right. never mind. Um, Let's talk some bats. Oh, you don't like Matt Boyd, right? He's going to put it together one of these days. And it's going to be a day I stack against him, too. I, just I don't know when that day. I don't know when that day will be. But it, I promise you it will be a day I stack against him where he'll finally put it together. Wouldn't shock me. He's talented. He's just – he's not there yet. No, he's not. Fly ball pitcher against righties, 370 Woba, 39% hard contact. Like, he's just struggling with righties. And some pretty good right-handed hitters on this lineup. Yeah, I I, I don't think that there's a really good case to be made that uh, the Yankees are not in play. Uh, they are firmly in play. All right, let's talk Yankees bats. Tyler um, Austin, 2,900, just saying. Is he really? Mm -hmm. What is Hicks? Hicks is 42. Oh, man, I love playing Aaron Hicks. Nobody plays him, and he just mashes left-handed pitching. Josh is 52. Like, they're all priced up there other than our boy. Tyler Austin. Is he at first base only? Yeah, which is perfect. No one will roster him. Yep. Um, Tigers against Tanaka? Like, um, you can't even, like, you can't even stack against him because the bullpen is so good that, like, if he goes out and struggles and gets out of the game early, like, you're getting that bullpen, and they're just they're just too good. Yeah, you, you just honestly like you would hey you would just have to get shelled via the home run early. It's the only way it would work. Just got a Twitter question: Skags or Davies? Skags. God, I have such a bad feeling. But we're recording this earlier than normal. I just want to go on record that I have a bad feeling about Skags. I, uh, there's nothing I can do about it, but I got a bad feeling about it. I'm sitting at 80 DraftKings points, and I have Stratton and Skags. Should be all right. So we'll see what happens. With uh, zero from Bellinger. Oh. Doug Fister, Carlos Carrasco, Boston at Cleveland, nine total here. Zero interest in Fister. Um, what are we doing with Carlos Carrasco here? Uh, I don't think I can go there. It, it's just tough. The price is just insane. I just can't pay that price for a guy who's just not a a name against Boston. Like, there's just too much talent in that Boston lineup. Yeah, you know, you kind of look at – you look at Clevenger today, four and one-thirds, four strikeouts, four and runs on five, four hits. It's not like he got shelled. But he couldn't strike out the Red Sox, and that's kind of been the thing about the Red Sox this season, right? Like, there's nobody outside of Brock Holt and Jackie Bradley Jr. Those are the only two guys with strikeout rates over 20% against right-handed pitching in this lineup. Like, Hanley even is at 18.8%. Yeah, I just don't think you can do it. I think it the, thing have, the, thing, the thing you have going for him is that he's going to get the win most likely because he's facing a very bad pitcher. Doug Fister, no bueno. <laughs> no. No, he's not. Um, 
I, 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 I say that, though. He's actually pitched now. This is his third start against Cleveland this year. One of the starts was very good. One of the starts, not so much. So you're saying the second time around, after you know he um, he ran yeah. good against him, he didn't yeah, run he good against him. The third time, a week later, not feeling very optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Third time they've seen him in four starts. <laughs> hey, Doug, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> oh boy. Um, if Carrasco had a discount for facing the Red Sox, I'd be interested. It's just I I don't think I can go here. I almost would rather play Devers, Benintendi, and Betts. Like, you're kind of getting discounts on all of them. They're going to be completely unowned. And the upside there is massive. And Andrew Miller just walked off the mound as we started this pod. Like, that that takes a huge hit to that Cleveland bullpen. Uh, yeah, it's a great point. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting three-man if you're playing in a large field tournament. I don't hate that. It's Nobody not going to break there. the bank either. And Carrasco's always, you know, over the last three years, he's been a lot worse at home. Yeah, like when he gets hit, he gets hit, hit. It's not like he gets batted. He gets beat around the yard. So It's so weird when a guy has home road reverse splits. So weird. Um, What are we doing with Cleveland here? We just got done saying, like, it's the third time they've seen him in four starts. Um, the stack's kind of how you have to approach them, right? Yeah, absolutely. If I'm stacking against Fister here, me personally, I'm leaving Lindor off my stack. I've left Glendor off my Cleveland stack all year, and I won't stop now. Yeah, 194 ISO, 309 Woba against right-handed pitching this season. Yep. You get that Jose, E5, Jay Bruce kind of stack. Um, if you're playing on, like, Fantasy Draft, you can add in Carlos Santana, and you get a nice little four-man there. I'm with you. You can play both three-mans from this game. I'm totally with you. Because it kind of works, right? I'm totally with you. Kurt Suzuki, by the way, is about to hit a second home run. Just better. Hot take. I hope so. Running, running good, Kurt. Running good, Kurt. I'm glad we you know, spent two minutes yesterday talking about how good Kurt has been against lefties this season. We, we called him better than uh, McCutcheon, which was a true statement. <laughs> I have five, five tweets. Man, you guys are awesome. <laughs> now, now I feel the pressure. Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Rays, uh, Chris Rowley against Chris Archer. Um, I feel like didn't they just face like these they pitchers? Did. Yeah, like, this matchup happened five days ago, or a week. Uh, yeah, five days ago. Um, Archer in that game, ten strikeouts, you know, seven innings. Chris Archer is my favorite play on the slate today. I don't care what his price is. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see, a guy who throws 50% sliders against Toronto. Let me think. Do I have 49.6%. <laughs> hmm, let's see, 241 X-Woba against it with a 21% swing strike rate. What do you think, Steve? You think I'm interested in Archer today? I was hoping he was your number one, too. Like I, I, I felt like we would be on the same page here. I felt like when you said that you didn't really like Carrasco, it was probably because if you're going to pay up, you're paying up for Chris Archer today. Yeah, the only pitcher on the slate that I have any – Good feelings about. So feel free to stack Toronto. Watch him go hit ten home runs. And it's at home. Like this game's uh, at home too. Like uh, yeah, I love Archer today. I, I, I love Archer today. Um, you know, I'll build a hedge stack just in case because little baseball. But I, I'm going to be very heavy on the Archer. Yep, I agree. Um, you you pretty much nailed it. Forty nine point six percent. You know, slider against righties. One thirty four ISO, two forty one X Woba, and a twenty point five percent swinging strike rate. Uh, we don't need to say more. We've talked about it. 
multiple times. Smoker Morales, they're really decent against sliders. Everybody else in this lineup is just bad against sliders. Yep, and if we get beat by those two hitters, we get beat by them. Yeah, and I, I feel a lot better about it being in Tampa than I did when I did it in Toronto. And, like, you know, I, I'm going right back to the well here. Yep, couldn't agree more. Um, I like none of the Blue Jays' bats. Uh, like, you could make an argument for Smoke and Morales, but I'm not going to. Yeah, Morales would be the only one. I, I just – and it has nothing to do with baseball. It has to do with – oh, my God. He has BVP, right? No, I – if he has BVP, I actually will really have to play him. I'm pretty sure he has BVP against Archer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, He profiles amazing against him, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's 16 for 28, three home runs, six doubles, and only four strikeouts. Like, that's the guy. Would you like to know his DraftKings price? 2,800. Lower. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. There, there might be a couple lineups I make that have Archer with Morales. Twenty five hundred. I know. I looked at it after you said lower than twenty eight. I pulled it up. <laughs> you were like, he has to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, a lot. If my lineups don't have Archer, pretty safe bet they're gonna have Kendrick Morales on them. I might have some lineups of both. I, hard to argue with it, to be honest. You know, if I get twenty, if I get twenty-five, twenty-eight, and the home run or the run he gives up is, you know, Morales. Okay, he's well rested too. Didn't play the field in that Cubs series. Got to work in the cage a little bit. Was struggling a little bit. Archer like, dominates the Blue Jays, by the way. I know. I, I'm not. It's literally. I'm literally worried about Kendrick Morales. That's it. Yeah. What I'm worried about. Like they they've hit some home runs against him, but okay. In 259 at-bats, I would hope they'd have some home runs with all these power bats in the lineup. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't – I honestly don't hate Archer and Morales. That frees up a ton of um, calorie – or a ton of salary here. Um, Raise bats against Roley. We don't have a lot of data on this guy outside of the fact they just saw him. Um, no home runs against him. Only one extra base hit by – Hetcher Rivera, um, that, that was it. Yeah. The, he, he walked a bunch of people. He walked five guys in that game. He had three strikeouts against Tampa. I, I don't know. It, it's a 15-game, 14, 15-game slate. Like, I like Kiermaier in the leadoff spot, and that's about it. I don't hate the stack. If you're playing this, it's a stack for me. Yeah. Rowley in that bad Toronto bullpen. Like they do have a run total near five. I, I think the stack is firmly in play. Yeah, isn't um, Bajini still in the bullpen too? He's been struggling big time. Uh, I think he pretty sure he's their long guy. Mm, I think he has a start coming up. I remember in waivers. I think I went to go pick him up because he had a start this week. Yeah, he's not listed in the Toronto bullpen, so I'm pretty sure he has a start coming up. Or he finally got sent back down. No, he's got to start coming up. I'm pretty sure. Let me get, I'll pull up his Roto World page. All right, fair enough. Um, Cubs, Reds. We got John Lackey against Homer Bailey. Ten total in Cincinnati. John Lackey, a minus one fifty four favorite here. Um, do you like Lackey? No. And uh, he he was demoted to the minors to be stretched out again. He's coming up this week. Okay, there you go. So I was. We were both similar. Okay. Right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Post them all right. Um, I don't like Lackey here. You know, I, I want to stack this game up in every way. What's the total that you say? Ten. It's about six runs too low. Um, good PvP for the Reds against Lackey. Good PvP for the Cubs against Bailey. Shocking. I know. Everyone is so shocked that that is the, the case here. These teams go off against each other every time. They just played a game in Ridley, and I know the wind was blowing out. That was like 13 to 10. This is probably my one of my favorite game stacks on the slate. Absolutely, and I don't think it's going to be anything sneaky. I don't think that we're uh, be going on a limb here by saying that this game stack is firmly in play. Yeah, uh, but you know we have to do our jobs, and our job is to point it out. And I'm definitely pointing it out. Oh yeah, I'm definitely pointing it out. That's for sure. Um, I don't even think we need to go into individual bats. I like one through seven on both sides. Yeah, uh, I actually don't even have a problem with the eight hitters on either side. Yeah, that's true. Um, Scott Shevler's back, man. I love playing that guy. God, against Lackey too. Oh, buddy, back <laughs> it up. 150 Cubs red stacks click. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Arizona at New York taking on the Mets. Patrick Corbin against Tommy Malone. Nine total and two lefties um, taking each other on here. Corbin at minus 142. Any interest here? All right, Diamondbacks, don't screw with me again. Like, haha, on Monday. Don't try, don't do it again to me today, will you? Okay, right, against Tommy Malone. Um, Corbin. You can't. Too many righties. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What? Five? Six? Seven. I, I think it literally could be seven with Cordvordo. Yeah, or they, they have to leave Dom Smith in there. But, yeah, they could play as dribble at first. That they could. Um, Arizona bats. One through seven. I think I could leave Peralta out of a stack. Sure. But I think everybody would do that instinctively. Yeah, I'm just – I'm kind of curious what his price is. I'm pulling it up really quick. Uh, yeah, see, he's 45. I would rather play Cespedes on the other side for 43. Yeah, I guess you'd, I would play Brandon Drury at twenty at 3,600 first or Chris Ionetta at 3,200 if he cracked the lineup. Um. All right. Looking at the Mets, Cespedes and Flores. They are no twenty eight hundred. Get a bad fifth. Oh yeah, I always forget about him, and then I start doing my research, and I'm like, man, I forgot to talk about that guy in the podcast. But he's mashing lefties this season. He has a four twelve woba, two sixty three ISO against left handed pitching this season. I always feel bad that I forget about him, and then think about him when I'm doing like my you know lineup breakdowns. Yep. Um. Kind of it, right? Like those three guys. That's it. Let's move on. Um, Marlins, Phillies. This is the second half of the doubleheader. Jose Arena against Nicholas Pavetta. Um, this game's in Philadelphia. Seven total. Massive weather problems. Again, another doubleheader with massive weather problems. And the, it's too bad too because I actually would have interest in the pitching. It's a very, very interesting like pitchers here, but like. From what we're seeing, it's like 80%, then 30%, then 80%, then 30%, then 80, then 60. Like, you know, that's just – that's tough, especially for pitchers. 18-mile-an-hour wind blowing in, and it's 56 degrees. Yep. Uh, we'll have to obviously see what Kevin Roth says, so let's talk really quick about this game. Jose Arena is a guy that I I still don't think I can play. 
Depends how many lefties uh, Philly rolls out. Uh, Williams, Galvis, Cesar. Three. And I don't count Kim. Kim's awful. Yeah, so three. Yeah, Hoskins is starting to hit the ball, by the way. We talked about this guy for a month. He's finally starting to mash. Yeah, he definitely is. Like I, I've been getting the alerts of him hitting home runs over the weekends, and, and it's just like finally this guy's starting to do what we talked about, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about Pavetta? I like him. Uh, you know, right-handed heavy team for the Marlins. A lot of strikeouts. Um, you know, they can hit the ball a long way, but it's pretty hard to hit the ball a long way when it's fifty-six with the wind blowing in your face at eighteen miles an hour. Fair enough. Um, any bats in this game? Hell no. There's a reason this total seven. Yeah, with Urena and Pavetta. Knock on wood. <laughs> like <laughs> seven total with Urena and Pavetta. Do <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's really all you need to know. If this game, if this game didn't have weather issues or like weather, I would be all in Pavetta if this game had no weather issues. I'm telling you, man. Seattle and Atlanta, Marco Gonzalez against Luke Sims, 10.5 total here, and it is a straight-up pick-em. Um, and a straight-up home run derby. <laughs> um, Luke Sims this season, very small sample size. He's really, really struggled with lefties. Um, numbers against righties, not much better. 380 Woba, 37% hard contact. Marco Gonzalez, a lefty, a lefty against Atlanta. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, small sample size for him, but he has the highest Woba on the slate against right-handed pit or hitters, so obviously we want to play bats in this game. We'll start with Seattle. Um, Alonzo, Cano, Cruz, Seager. If Cruz plays, got to watch that lineup. And Hanniger, if not. Yep. Or Hanniger if they both play. Yep. Did Cruz play today? I didn't even check. He did not. Fair enough. You mentioned that yesterday too. He yeah, did. they're fighting for the wild card. I, 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 I almost would be surprised if they if they hold on in this game today. I'd be surprised if we see them tomorrow. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Braves. Yes, Kurt Suzuki. I doubt he plays, but wouldn't it be great? Oh man, come on, Tyler Flowers. Learn how to play first base, will you? Right, open there. Right, Freeman can play third. Like, yeah, get that double, get that double catcher stack on fantasy draft. Oh, buddy. Um, Ozzy Albies, um, another guy that I like in the spot. You talked about him yesterday. He had a triple right before he jumped on the pod. Like Another spot that I like him. You know, I like any any righty that cracks the lineup outside of Brandon Phillips I have interest in. I even have interest in Brandon Phillips. Yeah, fair enough. We'll play him over Albies. He's finally – superstar prospect finally getting it. You know, you know, it was overmatched a little bit, but he's made adjustments, and he's starting to hit the ball really hard. Yeah, um, and the good thing is they're both second base, and Albies is eleven hundred dollars cheaper than Brandon Phillips on drafting. So, so you, you know, play exactly, Albies and then you don't feel bad about it. Then you know, you know exactly what I'm doing. That's for sure. Um, and then Freddie Freeman is always in play, even in the lefty lefty matchup. The guy's just good. You know, hate to say it, the guy is one of the best. He's probably a top five hitter in baseball. Hate to say it, like why you don't enjoy watching him? I enjoy watching the hell out of him. He's one of my favorite players to watch in baseball. I know. I was just surprised that you say that, like, sadly, he's still good. No, I was being super sarcastic. Okay. I didn't come off that way. So, oh. I, the last thing I need you to get was Freddie Freeman hate tweets. 
I, I've been on Freeman for three years. I understand like, that. I just didn't want you to get hate tweets when it's one of your favorite players. I know that. The listeners might not know that. Maybe we have new listeners. In, if, in which case, it's your first time listening. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to listeners. Um, what the hell have you been doing for the last year and a half? See, that's not nice. <laughs> I think they would laugh at that. They're driving in their car, like, laughing, like, hey, maybe I should have been listening to the podcast. That's true. Um, Nationals, Houston Astros, nine total here. Tanner Rorick against Houston and Charlie Morton against Washington. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely don't want Tanner Rorick in this spot. I definitely, definitely, definitely do want Charlie Morton. Yeah, I think it's an interesting spot for Morton. This lineup without Harper is just night and day. It's going to look better because they're going to be able to DH Lind and play someone in the outfield. I guess Stevenson. Diaz, right? Well, Diaz is going to play anyways. Yeah. They're not, I mean, unless they're going to – no, they can't put Lind in left field in Houston. Just kidding. So, like, they're going to have Lind DH. Zimmerman will play first. Murphy second. Defoe short. Rendon third. Weeders will catch. And it'll be Diazza, Taylor, and Stevenson, I would guess. It could be – yeah, play Stevenson. We so, could see – we could see Trey Turner back by the end of the week, by the way. Well, that's great. As long as he's not coming back today, nope. that's great because I love Charlie Morton in this spot. Like, yeah, the lefties, you know, we know Houston's a good part for lefty power. Just really worried about Murphy and Lind. Um, you know, but every lineup has guys you're worried about. Uh, the upside here has the Houston offense back at supporting him. Uh, I like Morton's chances at a win here. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think he's a great tournament play. That's for sure. Um, let's talk bats. Nationals, you know, we mentioned Murphy and Lind. You know, if you're not playing Morton, those are probably the two guys you're looking at. Yeah. And you're probably not going to get shelled. This will not call a strike. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, if you're not playing Morton, you're probably looking at Lind and Murphy. Um, and now you can finally play Lind in the outfield, so maybe he is a guy you can look at. But could you play him in the outfield on DraftKings? Yeah, they finally changed it. Woohoo! Yeah. At, at, first, at first base, I didn't really see a lot of interest, but then, you know, we know to play him in the outfield, and he's definitely. I love him. the bottom of the order Houston stack. Love, 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 love the Marwin, uh, the, the Reddick, Marwin, Fisher, Centeno stack. It's cheap, gets you lefties against Tanner Roark. Love it. I do want to throw caution here. Houston is one of the most, they're awesome. Uh, I don't want to say anything like that, but. Tanner Roark this season against righties, 55.6% ground ball rate and a 24.9% hard contact rate. So much worse against lefties. So I, I like your call on stacking the bottom. Just wanted to throw that out there. Like, you know, if you're wanting to pay up for these, you know, Springer, Altuve, you know, Bregman guys, you know, you throwing the caution out there. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm with you. Um, Twins, White Sox, Kyle Gibson, Lucas Giletto. Um, Ten and a half total here is too high. No, it's too low. Too high. The White Sox bullpen is done. Carson Fulmer didn't get out of the second. <laughs> and it's the back end of a doubleheader. Oh, didn't get out of the second inning. Uh, like the twin stack might be the top stack on the board. Why is it ten and a half? Is the wind blowing out? It's because Giolito's a freaking prospect has proved nothing. Kid's good. So was Carson Fulmer, and he doesn't get out of the second. 
Um, when, like, when, what, you know, what's the, how many, like, if Matt, if Giolito can't get out of the third, what's the ups, what's, what's the, like, the Twins could score 20. Wind's blowing out in Chicago. The, the, bullpen, to, the bullpen is done, gassed. Giolito, like, yeah, he could absolutely destroy this Twins lineup, but it's not like there's a ton of strikeouts here. If they start getting hit after hit after hit, this could get ugly really fast. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's a, the, a definite point. It's super fair. Um, it's just this kid, he's, such, he's good. I understand that. But he, if he was that good, he wouldn't be getting called up on August 21st. Yeah, he needed more time in the minors. Because he's not ready. <laughs> he's ready now. We'll see. We'll see. My point, I, like, I get it. I understand he's free, and he certainly has upside. There's no denying that. Like, oh, There's free? just no way on this slate you can use him as part of your core. He's Oh, he's not free. 6,100. He's less than Homer Bailey. I consider that free. That's true. Um, wind's blowing out in Chicago. Like he's the cheapest pitcher I would play. He's got that going for him. Um, yeah. I I, I just I just can't like as a hedge because I'm probably gonna have a lot of twins. Like I I I just can't see myself. Like, I mean, the, the bullpen's done. No, it's a super fair point. Kobe's, Kobe's getting shelled now in the top of the fourth. Like, oh jeez. Hey, this Lucas, could get, like, this could get out. Like now, the, now granted that provides some upside for Lucas if he throws well. They're certainly gonna leave him out there. Oh, he's at a hundred. Yeah, can you give us uh, one more inning, please? <laughs> I mean, I mean, here. Let me just go. Okay, I, I don't. I know. I knew a bunch of relievers went in the day game, but let me just see how many actually threw. While you do that, Lucas Giotto, uh twelve point one percent swinging strike rate, twenty four percent K rate in the minors this season, a three point eight five xFIP. Again, his problem when he got caught up at Washington last year was walks, and he has a 10.7% walk rate in the minors this season. That is the most concerning thing when we're worried about the bullpen issue. Um, you know, that, it's just not what you want to see. So, I, so Rodon pitched well, six and a third, two earned runs, nine Ks. These are the relievers that came in after him. Farquhar threw an inning. Derek Collins threw a third of an inning, gave up three earned runs. Patricia and Manaya, and so, and now they're already into Kobe. In the fourth, like this bullpen is done. Like every guy they have is gonna is gonna throw in this game. Yeah, fair. Good points. Um, glad you brought that up. Zero interest in Kyle Gibson, even against the White Sox, right? Yeah, no. All right, let's talk bats. You mentioned the twins. We got Dozier, we got Kepler, so no went to the DL. Eddie Vargas. uh res- what's that? Vargas. My boy. Your boy, yeah, you got called up. Uh Eddie Rosario, too. Yeah, thirty four hundred for the Vargas monster. Is Rosario cheap? I doubt it. Uh, no, forty five hundred. Still in play for me though. He's been crushing. Yeah, he's uh, eighteen for forty two. He's batting four twenty nine with three home runs over the last ten games. That's good. Yeah, and in a spot with the wind blowing out against a Triple A pitcher, highly talented prospect. Highly talented. We'll see what happens. Fair enough. Um, looking at the White Sox, anything standing out to you here against Kyle Gibson? No, Delmonico's finally priced up, so not really. 
Yeah, I like Jose Abreu against fly ball pitchers. Um, Kyle Gibson is a ground ball guy, 58% ground ball rate against righties this season. So I'm just not seeing a bunch here. Like If I was going to play him, it'd be a stack because it's Kyle Gibson. Let's move on to the next game. I think it's this game's interesting. Rockies, Royals, John Gray against Danny Duffy, nine total. Duffy, a minus 118 favorite. Uh, what's interesting here? Danny Duffy kind of intrigues me here. He's been what? bad. It's been bad. But this is a major park downshift for Colorado. We know Colorado's not as good on the road as they are at home. And the strike that's have been there for Duffy. Even though he's been giving up some hits, like eight Ks in each of his last three, and we know the Rockies can strike out. I kind of just feel like there's some tournament upside here. Seventy six hundred, like the price is so cheap. Can I point out something? Because I do like Duffy. He was one of my four guys. Oh really? Shit. Two point nine xFIP against Oakland. Two point three one xFIP against Chicago White Sox. Um, Babbitts, the last five games: four seventeen, three sixty eight. 290, 333, 290, 474. His K per nine has been double digits in three straight. Yeah, I like the spot for tournaments. Thanks so, for providing the data for, to support my hunch. No, yeah. Um, you know, your hunch was right. Like, whatever it was when he came back from the DL, it's looking like he's getting over that, looking at his velocity and stuff like that. You know, just looking at his graphs and stuff, it's looking like whatever was going on, his velocity is really starting to push back up towards that 95-mile-an-hour range, which what it was this earlier this season was in the 95 to 98 range. So it's starting to climb in the right direction. That's always what you want to say. It is. I think he's starting to get healthy. And let's jump on before everybody else does. Colorado coming out of cores. I, I, I like it. Thanks for not, hey, thanks get around for, Nolan Arenado. Thanks, Red Sox bullpen, for blowing the damn lead. Like, out, outside of Nolan Arenado, who are you really worried about? I mean, like, there's guys who have home run upside, but it's not like sure. they, everyone can strike out, too. Like, Duffy's just death to lefties, even when he's been struggling. Yeah. You know, 217 Woba, 51% ground ball rate, two home runs in 26 innings against lefties this season. I'm with you. So, John Gray, I just we've gotten into the point where the Royals are just not striking out again. Yeah, John Gray isn't generating strikeouts. Yep. So I think I can pass on Gray. I don't see any bats in this game. I don't either. Like I, you, and like because you're not playing Arenado at 49 outside of cores. Blackman 53 against a lefty. Mark Reynolds 43. Like I can keep going. And there's just nobody cheap enough to play. I'm with you. You're going to play anybody that's Moustakis at 4,100, but that's that's about it. Yeah, that sounds about right. San Diego Padres, St. Louis Cardinals, Clayton Richard against Lance Lynn. Um, you know, your boy, Clayton Richard. Come back to me once I know the umpire. I'll tell <laughs> you, if, if the umpire gives a low strike, I'm going to be playing Clayton Richard. If he does not, I will be playing the Cardinals stack. It's a really simple game. It really is. First game of the series, too, so we don't have that information yet. Yeah, I'll find it. No, I'm saying, like, if it was the second game, we'd have an idea who's umpiring. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, great umpire against Philly, went out there and threw a gem. Like, 
it, it really, he really, really just comes down to the umpire, which is so stupid. But hey, if you're gonna get the low strike and you're gonna work low, you know, yeah, that's why he, he has a high ground ball rate. Yeah, and if he can't get low, then he's gonna get shelled. Um, Lance Lynn, Solarte is gonna hit. Solarte BDP. I feel like it's BDP. I have it open. Let me look. I have it open. I just have to scroll ways down. I haven't looked at it in a bunch of games. Uh, Solarte, one for eight. Okay, I guess not. Yeah, just looking at his lineup, I don't think Lance Lynn's the worst player in the world. I just don't think he's got the upside compared to these other guys. Like, I think I'm going to slate this big and I'm going to want to chase some more upside. Like, if Lance Lynn had pitched on the Monday slate, I'd have a, I would have had a lot more interest in him than I do on this slate. Yeah, it just depends on how many righties is in the lineup. That's fair. Like, if Spandenberg, Solarte are the only two lefties, I'm trying to think. Don't they have another lefty? Solarte, Spandenberg. I feel like they have another lefty. If we get five, six righties, like, that definitely increases the upside for Lance Lynn. Ever since they moved Will Myers down in that, like, five, six hole, he's just been terrible. I just don't really have... I just don't like cross-train Lance Lynn at all. I know you don't. <laughs> I really don't. don't. I He's played him against Boston his last start. Mediocre. I played him against Boston his last start. Didn't he get shelled? He pitched really good and got babbipped in like the fifth or sixth inning and gave up like five hits. They weren't babbipped. Double the, doubles under the gaps are not bad. You did not watch that baseball game then. He gave up a couple singles, and then he got he kept getting shelled gap to gap. Devers had a, a, a shot that was like – Two inches short of a home run. Yeah, he did not get the strikeouts I was hoping for against the righties of Boston. You just can't strike him out. Again, Carlos Carrasco against the Boston Red Sox. Probably not a good play. Um, Bats from this game, anything really standing out to you here? No. Let's see what umpire we get for Clayton Richard. Texas Rangers, Los Angeles Angels. We got Tyson Ross against Ricky Nolasco. Nine and a half total here in LA. Angel stack. I'm sorry. What? Oh, sorry. Mike Trout is good at baseball, and Tyson Ross is not good at baseball. Man, once again, Stevie coming at you with a hard yeah, that's a hot take, bro. That's what I'm here for. You know what I will say though? Like Tyson Ross has been doing a good job not giving up the home run ball lately. Well, mostly because he's been walking everybody, but you know. <laughs> Hey, got to find positives, right? He has 15 walks allowed in his last three games. Of course, only he has one home run. That's one good way to keep those home runs down. Like, all right, who's who's up to bat? All right, uh, Springer, ball one, ball two, ball three, ball. Oh, all right, there we go. I don't give up a home run. Altuve, <laughs> I'll pitch around him, to him. Double into the gap, scores one. <laughs> Medic, ball one, ball two, ball three, ball four. You, you want to know what's even crazier? In the Chicago and Houston game, he had a 267 BABIP and a 235 BABIP. Oh, he ran good. He ran good in those games, and he gave up um, six turn runs. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's a stack. <laughs> I'm sure it's free, too. Like, he has two decent starts this season, and one of them was against the Angels, for what it's yeah. worth. Yeah, let's see. Mike Trout, most expensive player on, in this game, and then the next nine guys are Texas, and it's all they're all free. Yeah, you can just stack. Yeah, just stack the angels. I've been playing Bob Bueno a lot. Um, I've been playing Simmons a lot too. Sneaky, yep, sneaky. Simmons is free. Uh, Thirty-seven hundred a piece for those guys. Maven's thirty-five hundred. Calhoun's thirty-five hundred. CJ Crone's thirty-four hundred. 
I remember correctly, Tyson Ross is terrible at holding on runners, too. Pretty sure he is, but I don't have that in front of me. No, I don't either. It looks like the Angels have four steals against them in 75 plate appearances, so I'm going to assume he's bad. I'm pretty sure Derek Carty told me that Tyson Ross is bad against um, holding on runners. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Derek would be right, too. So, yeah, he, he has. I would love his access to the data that he has for the running, holding on runners and stuff. Um, I don't really see myself stacking against Nolasco. Like, even even though Nolasco has been bad this season, like, he's still uh, – he, he gets mashed by righties. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, let me be fair. But the lefties just haven't, haven't really shelled him this year. This total is very high. Nine and a half in Los Angeles is high. Yeah. I'm going to have to relook at this. I guess kind of see what the Houston lineup or the Texas lineup comes out looking like. And then I'll kind of make an evaluation based on that because we don't know if Gal is going to play. Like, I, I just kind of got to see what the lineup is. If I'm playing the late slate, by the way, I think there's like an 8 o'clock slate and it includes the 10 o'clock games. Um, I definitely have some interest in, you know, both these teams. The 10 p.m. only slate is really easy chalk. Yeah, stack the Angels, um, Rangers, and play the pitchers from the, the other game. It might be really. You might want to play that in the 8 p.m. slate and get it low around. Just saying. All right, let's talk that late game here. We got the Brewers. We got the Giants. We got Jimmy Nelson against Jeff Samarja. Eight total, and it's really close to a pick em. Uh Jimmy Nelson in minus 110 favorite. Both these pitchers firmly in play, uh, Nelson yeah. and Samarja. Um, don't love either spot. You know, the Giants have been kind of making more contact, although as I say that, uh, Zach Davies just struck out two in the first. But um, I, I do worry about the lefties here against Jimmy Nelson. We know that's his struggle side, and there's going to be at least six in this lineup, which isn't all that ideal for me. But he's been much better this year. So uh, he's a guy firmly in play. The price, though, is a little little up there at 11 k Not sure I'm going to be able to afford that if I want to play some Cubs and Reds. Um, other side, the Shark is comes in a lot cheaper. 8,600, but I think that play will be extremely popular. And we know the Brewers, of course, can swing and miss, but they can also hit the ball a long way. Yeah, um, I, I think you nailed it. And, and, like, the Giants, ever since they called these guys up, the, the strikeout rates have gone up. Yep, that's true, too. I don't see any bats in this game. I, there's just nothing that I'm playing here, like, whatsoever. Yeah, I don't see anything. Like, you can always make an argument for Thames and Shaw, but I, I still can't do that in this ballpark. I can't either. Um, That's kind of it. And I'm definitely not getting the Bellinger pinch hit, by the way. This would have been second and third, two outs in the top of the 10th. Uh, they would have walked them. They walked Austin, them. Barnes, Austin Barnes got the call for the pinch hit. They would have walked them, though. Yeah, well. They're saving them. I would have taken my two points. All right, let's play some home run derby, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, I like the slate. It's a good slate. Yeah, home run derby is going to be fun. Uh, you went first yesterday, right? Mm, no, because you took Keeley off the bat, didn't you? I can tell you. Hold on. Yeah, why don't you tell us what our picks were? You went first yesterday with J.D. Martinez, and I um, vetoed you, and you took Jonathan Scope. Well, that was a good decision. Then you took Devers and Corey Seager. Yeah, those are not good decisions. I took Grandal, Mancini, and McCutcheon, and I think I would have taken all three of those guys yet again. 
All right, so we were terrible yesterday. Great. The one day we actually recap is the one day we're terrible. Standard. Yeah. Good. Need to need to let people know we sucked. Yeah. All, All right. right. Um, let's see. Home run derby. I want so many people today. Let's see. I'm gonna... <laughs> I want the entire player. All right. I'm going to lock in a home run really quick and say Anthony Rizzo. How good is the BVP? Are the listeners going to get mad at me if I don't be out? I don't know. Is, is there BVP? I really I didn't know. look. I didn't look either. Uh, Looking now, though. No, I'm listeners, curious. The listeners will be pretty mad if I let this one go. I'm going to veto this. Like, BVP is too good to let you have. Eight for 21, two home runs, yeah. Six walks, two strikeouts. I can't let you have that. All right. Well, then I'll go right to the other side and say Joey Votto. Yeah, I'd much, I'd much rather you have Joey Votto. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lock up a home run right now if I can go back and find the guy because I started sifting through tabs. Uh, I should take notes during the podcast. Uh, Gary Sanchez. All right. And, uh, and then I'm going to go with Jay Bruce. I'm not going to let you have Bruce. I think so. Um, okay, I'm going to go a little more off the board. I'm going to go Zach Cozart. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, I'm going to say... <sighs> I don't want to go with another first baseman. So I'll say J.D. Martinez. Probably going to hit one since he let me down yesterday. And... All right, let's go off the board here. Ooh, I'm going to go Ozzy Albies. Oh, you jerk! That's what I was going to do. Oh, it means that uh, people should play him. It's going to be picked yeah. by both of us. All right, I'm going to go back to Yonder Alonso. I am really shocked. Yeah, if Kozar doesn't play too, then take Shoveler. He's day-to-day. Hopefully he'll play. It's a good spot for him. I am really shocked that you didn't take a home run from Minnesota and Chicago. I, I, I think it's doubles by death, to be honest. All right, fair enough. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, this is going to be a good slate. I mean, this is one of those slates that's going to be tough to just play one team. If anything happens in the late slate, we're sorry. We're recording this early. Uh, appreciate you working with my schedule here. Kindergarten is fun, and getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning is even more fun. So we're going to get out of here. If you guys haven't checked our sponsor, make sure you head on over there check them out. Um and um, the Diamondbacks finally starting to score some runs. That's good. <laughs> we're just gonna get off. Um, all right, we're getting out of here. Good luck tonight, guys, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Whether you're entering one or a hundred lineups into a contest, you need to be using our Rotogrinders lineup builder and optimizer. The optimized setting creates the best possible lineup given your projections and player pool, both of which are customizable. The build setting is intended for tournament players and will create up to 150 lineups in seconds, all based on your filters and exposure settings, and then export them for use on FanDuel or DraftKings. Spend less time building lineups and more time enjoying the game. Use lineup builder today. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. 
Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only.